0: welcome to another episode of on the highway i'm your host megan anderson and each week we bring you an expert in the mortgage and real estate realm so you can learn how to navigate the housing and real estate highway to take your business to the next level thanks for spending some time with me today now let's get driving Hello everyone and welcome to another MBS Highway Live monthly webinar. I'm your host Megan Anderson and this guest well he is the founder and CEO Chief Enthusiasm Officer at Shred Media. He has spent the last 13 years in the mortgage and real estate industry and recently he has been focusing his time and energy and efforts on Shred U. This is a community designed to help mortgage and real estate professionals build a successful personal brand On social media. And today he's going to help us overcome our own challenges when it comes to social media. So, without further ado, join me in welcoming Josh Pitts.
1: What is up, Megan? Thank you for the incredible intro. I can't tell you how stoked I am to be hanging out with you. Huge thanks to the entire MBS team, Barry, and everybody behind the scenes. Truly grateful to be shredding with you today and talking about mine and your favorite subject. Let's just be honest, social media, because we know we all need it. There's so many things we can dive into and talk about. But again, thank you so much for the opportunity to hang out with you.
0: Of course. I appreciate you being on here today. And, you know, it's been quite an interesting journey. I've known you, Josh, for a long time, and I've watched your journey on social media. And can you tell us a little bit about you know, your own journey on social media and how it kind of led you to doing what you're doing here today.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And if you've never heard my story, for those who have heard it, I apologize, but kind of just to get you a background because we started Shred Media just over five years ago, but my social journey started way before that, Megan, it started as an originator. So many people forget that I'm still a licensed mortgage originator. Um, and when i first got started in the business uh, back during the 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 original crash 2009 I was like, I was trying to cut my teeth. I was trying to make a name for myself. I saw these guys and gals doing incredibly well, making all this money. And I'm like, well, if 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 these people can do it, there's no reason I can do it. So I jumped into the business, got licensed. And my very first deal, this is no joke. My very first own deal came from a Facebook post. Literally, I just put it out there. I said, hey, just got licensed as a mortgage professional. If you ever have any questions, shoot me a message. I kid you not, Megan, within 20 minutes, a buddy from high school sent me a message on Facebook and he said, Hey, me and my wife are buying our first home and I've got a couple of questions. We're working with another company and I think we might be getting taken advantage of. Would you mind just looking at the numbers for us? And I said, Of course. And I still had no idea what the heck I was doing. I'm like, Yeah, I'll figure it out. So they sent over the numbers. And uh, I started looking at them and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're totally getting taken advantage of. Like, their interest rate was a full point higher. That was back in good rate days, not in today's rate market. But I'm like, no, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And I looked at their closing costs and they were getting charged like five or six grand more than like anybody else. I'm like, this is crazy. So I went back to them and I'm like, dude, I'm just going to be 100% honest. This is a terrible deal. Like, I would not recommend you doing this. Um, like, let's look at some numbers for you. And The company they were working with, I can't legally say their name because because of reasons, but it's got a rocket in the name. So most of you can probably figure it out. But that was back in the day. And so I sit down with them. We look at the numbers and we put it together for them. Long story short, we're sitting at the closing table. I'm so excited. I'm closing my first deal. I'm stoked about it. And I look across the table and I notice my friend's wife is crying no joke. She is crying, like tears running down her face. And I'm like, crap, what did I do? I messed something up or she's mad at me or I did something wrong. And I'm like, I'm like, what's wrong? I go, I thought we, I thought you were happy. We're saving you money. We're getting a better interest rate. You know, you're getting your home. She's like, that's it, Josh. You're helping me achieve the dream of home ownership. I'm buying a home. Like you're helping me do that. And at and, and that second, Megan, it clicked for me. I'm like, Hey, I'm not just helping people like get a mortgage." I'm helping people achieve a dream. Some people, some of the people that we had the opportunity to work with day in and day out, this is truly something they dream of, whether it's a new home, whether it's an investment property, whatever it is, we're changing people's lives. We're impacting humans' lives every single day. And, now we get to use social media. I used it back in the day. A lot of people know if you follow me here in Utah or follow my career, I use social media almost exclusively throughout my career. Once I understood my first deal came from social media, I really went all in from creating Facebook groups to creating different things around what I enjoyed, which we'll get into here a little bit later. Because Megan, all I was doing, I wasn't talking about mortgage a lot on Facebook. I was talking about the things that I enjoyed. I was talking about mountain biking. I was talking about this and that. And it led to opportunities. So that's when I knew that social media in particular was going to have a huge impact on my career. Little did I know it would lead into full-time what I'm doing now with Shred and with Shredded. we're about to release. But social media has become so important and so impactful for me. And it's been fun on this journey. And it really is. Everybody who's utilizing social media as a tool within their business knows that this isn't a journey. It's not a Hey, I'm going to post something today and get a ton of deals tomorrow.
0: Yep. Well, I love that you got started on social media, and thank you for telling us your story. And we just had Barry Habib pop on and join us too. And Barry, I know that uh, you know Josh has been helping out with social as well, and you've really been hitting it with the reels as well, Barry.
2: Yeah, uh, Josh has been one of the one of the leaders clearly in our industry for social media and video and I spoke to Josh a few occasions and I said, you know, some of the reels I'm doing, uh, perhaps you can do some of the editing and and, uh, animations. And he's just done such an incredible job on some of those reels. They get great engagement. So uh, Josh, you've just done great work in this area.
1: Oh, you are too kind. And Barry, everybody on here listening today has seen the leader that you are. And what I love about all that you continue to do, Barry, is you lead by example, you know you're truly one of the most influential leaders within our mortgage industry but even creating content on social media you do such a good job you do it so simply you don't overthink it and you just share value with your community and that's exactly what everybody listening today needs to take a book from your or a page from your book and just go out there and start doing it
2: well thanks man thanks you know and and i think that josh that maybe you can help individuals with thinking about content you know because some people say okay um i am going to do i need to do a reel everybody's told me i got to do a video i got to do that i need to do a reel and then they're like uh yeah what do i do what do i say it's once you get going it's a lot easier than people think uh if you have the content and there is so much to choose from so
1: what advice would you give people who are looking to start oh i love thank you so much for this question Barry this is one of those things too One of my favorite things for all of you who are struggling with content, first and foremost, look at the incredible partner that you have in MBS Highway. They give you so many ideas, so many opportunities for content. And I'm going to share a little secret with you. And hopefully Barry's okay with this. But this is something that I like to talk about a lot. And if you've ever heard me on my show, I probably reference this more than anything. But one of my favorite books of all time is called Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. I like it. If any of you know me, I have ADHD and i like this book so much because it's basically a picture book (laughs) and that's why it catches my attention but why i bring this book up is the premise of this book is steal like an artist. If you see somebody doing something really, really good, go and take that idea and make it your own. So I bring this up because Barry Habib, ladies and gentlemen, we got the legendary Barry Habib who is putting out content, who is doing the morning updates here at MBS Highway. He's giving you, he's literally feeding you content every single day, you can go and make it your own. You can go and say, well, Barry quoted this today, I can do this. And again, through the incredible tools that MBS gives you, you already have access to some of these things. So go out there, see what Barry is doing, and make it your own. Don't overthink it. I know many of you are like, well, Barry's the handsomest guy. Look at him. He looks great on
2: camera.
1: (laughs) But this is just it. Too many of us overthink what we look at on camera. Don't overthink it. Look right now, if you have your camera on on Zoom with us, you look the same on camera as you do in person. Don't overthink that. Just hit the record button because I promise you, It is way more valuable to your community and to your clients to see you, to show up for them than to overthink and then ultimately not be doing something. So to Barry's point, if you're just getting started here, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to content, there's so much content in the mortgage industry. Me and my team just recently, we use ChatGPT to put a list of over 100 different content ideas together in just under two minutes. Over a hundred ideas, and we're going to share it with the MBS entire the MBS team. If you're on this call, we're going to share a link for you. I'll send it over to Megan. Or of over a hundred plus ideas of mortgage content. To Barry's point, don't overthink it. There's great content and great opportunities to share out there.
2: Yeah, Josh, would you would you um, have a game plan of how you map out your videos? I know Megan, you always do that. You you have that uh, content. I do that too, and I map out content. You know, we want to want we'll to start with a hook, and then uh, about a formula that basically presents a problem or the way things are doing, way people are doing things, which uh, maybe what the herd mentality is to do it, but then the hack, the better way, the call to action, but do this instead, and those seem to go well. And I found that if you kept the reel to let's just say 60 seconds or so, it's pretty effective. Do you have a time that you? prefer? Is there a special, um, a period of time that you think gets more views and, uh, and what's the formula that you outlined or Megan, do you want to share your, just of, of how to put together, um, a successful short video?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I know Megan can add to this as well, because she's brilliant at it, but for me, Timeline wise, Barry, you nailed it. It's got to be under 90 seconds. We live in a world of social media. The attention span of a human being is so it's called the goldfish effect. The goldfish effect basically is this is goldfish have less than a two-second attention span. They, their, their memory is always they're forgetting everything. We as human beings on social media, the average view of any one post is 2.7 seconds. 2.7 seconds. So we have a very short attention span unless you catch their attention, like Barry's talking about. Unless you have a hook and and the steps that he's talking about or the the flow of content i like to call it you have a hook you have a problem you have a solution you have a call to action those are the four parts of your videos you want to hook them what are you saying what are you what are you how are you getting those two point seven seconds are critical how did you hook them in awesome now that you got them hooked what's the problem talk about the problem briefly what the solution that you provide for them then call to action those simple things and this is specifically when it comes to content that you're putting out for as a mortgage professional to your community.
0: Can we talk a little bit about the hook and how important it is to define your target audience when creating that hook?
1: Oh, absolutely. You look right now, look at some of the best. And I, I, uh, I ragged a little bit on, on Rocket Mortgage a minute ago, but I actually got to give them one of the best companies, in my opinion, when it comes to the hook right now, is actually Rocket Mortgage. I bring them up because I look at all the social content that is out there and they really do a great job of catching your attention. To Megan and Barry's point, you have such a, a short amount of time. A lot of people hear the word niche or niche or however you want to call it. You really want to hone in on your community. Who are you talking to in that moment? Who Are you, are you talking to first-time homebuyers? Are you talking to veterans? Are you talking to somebody who's looking for a HELOC or secondary financing, whoever you are talking to in that moment, you really have to get that hook created. Now, the last thing I want, and some of you have seen this out there, maybe you've seen it on YouTube more than anything, what you don't want to do is you don't want to say something just to get the attention of your community or of your audience. Just I call it clickbait. You don't want to be clickbaity. You don't want to say something that you're actually not even addressing in the video. I've seen mortgage professionals make this mistake recently, like rates are exploding or or just something to that effect. Where oh, I'm gonna you know I want somebody to click on this. I want somebody to watch this, and then they don't even address it. So make sure when you're making that hook that you immediately address what you're going to be talking about in that video. Because if you don't, again, now you've lost, if, if Megan puts out a video and saying, hey, you know, rates are falling down and everything's collapsing. And then I watch the video and she doesn't talk about that. I'm like, well, Megan kind of misled me there. I don't, uh, I'm kind of frustrated about that. So to Megan's point, and Megan does it so well, is create a hook that you're specifically, that is created for that one piece of content. So that, I think- Right now, making a hook is probably one of the most important pieces of content that goes out there.
2: So let's let's play with something here, just like so everybody could see how how easy this is. So there, there's just something that I've been looking at and working with here, and I'll share it with everybody. So it's something I'm going to include in my presentations. So we we, we did some uh, we did some research and we got a bunch of data here, and uh, this is from the EBRi as well. But we also did some additional research. So in the U.S., there's 124 million households. And when you take a look at the amount of savings that these households have, it's, it's, it's sad. 49% of US households, that's 60 million households, have zero savings. And if you take a look at how many have 10,000 or less, it's 59% of the total. That includes this 49 or 73 million households. If you take a look at between 10,000 and 100,000, that's another 20%. So between this and this bar, it's 79% of people. And with the majority of them being really low, have less than hundred thousand dollars saved. And when you think about retirement and whatnot, that's, that's not, that's not a lot. And even those between 100 and 500,000, God bless them, this 14% group, you can't really retire off of this. As I think we all know now, as you get into the numbers where it starts to become more attractive, It just represents a very small segment of the population. Only one-tenth of 1% or 124,000 households out of 124 million have 5 million or more, which is probably what you actually need to retire comfortably, or at least in this range. But as you could see, like 97% of the people are not equipped for it. So now that we've viewed this stat, how would we approach it? I think that we would say that something like I'm just trying to formulate it because I'm doing this on the fly with you. Okay. So, are you worried about having enough money for retirement? Are you worried about making ends meet right now? Well, if you're a homeowner, you might be in luck because one thing that we do have is equity growth in homes. Thanks to the super hot housing market, you might have equity. And do you know that even if your first rate on your, even if your rate on your first mortgage is low, you could refinance, consolidate, and eradicate your debts. And by doing that, save enough money so that what you're able to do is pay your mortgage off so much faster by taking that found money and paying it down, or keep some of the money to help you make ends meet. In either case, I can help show you what you're actually paying for all your debts now, what it would mean to consolidate them, and pay that off, and then take the excess amount of savings and use it towards paying off your mortgage. The amount of time you could save might blow your mind. It could work for your retirement, it could work for your kid's college, or it could work for creating wealth. Just DM me the word save, and I'll get back to you. Boom. Um, see, the master himself. Look at that. <laughs> so, you know, it could probably be a lot better, and it could probably be sharpened, but these are things that I think that people can do, and it's that easy. Now, l- listen, Just I, I did swear to God, this was not something planned. I swear to you, I just did this. On the fly because the slide I'm working on, and as we're talking, I texted Diana just to show you. Here, I said I, I said to Diana, uh, here's the text I just sent her while we're talking. Can you send me that slide? So she says, I sent it an email while you were talking before, Josh. I pulled it up and I showed it. But this is this is when when people struggle, what I'm trying to say to you is you don't have to struggle to do this. Now, was that perfect? Of course not. Was it okay? It was okay. Could I have done better if I did a few takes? Maybe if I wrote it down, maybe if I outlined it, yes. And maybe because I do some of this, it might be a little bit easier for me to do, but please understand it's not impossible. And I promise you this, the first time that I tried doing things like this, I sucked. The only way you cannot suck is to continue to do better. So understand Mm. this, the first ones that you're going to do aren't going to be great. Face it. Okay. Very few of us are that, you know, natural talent where we're born. And it's like, oh, we we just aren't. I wasn't. Okay. You know, one of my teachers, Deborah, Jones, and all this, by the way, is in my book. All these experiences are in my book. Deborah Jones, who gave my first chance as a speaker, she taught me a very valuable lesson. At the time, I'm dating myself here. So this is back in the 90s. And, you know, you, you would sell tapes in the back of the room as a speaker. And she said, Okay, Barry, you create these tapes, but one thing I will tell you is that you will get better. Your tapes won't. So, what did that mean? That would mean that we, if you take a snapshot in time of where we are and what our abilities are, if we keep growing, we keep evolving, we will keep getting better. And then you'll look back at how it was, how bad you sucked, and you're going to
1: cringe. But if I didn't suck, I couldn't get better. Mm -hmm. Barry, you mentioned something there that I I hope everybody, really attuned to because even yourself somebody who has had so much practice at this somebody who has done this countless times who have been up on the stage who have uh, educated and entertained people for years even with rock ages and everything you have done you continue to get better none of us are perfect ladies and gentlemen perfection kills progress perfection kills progress the more you do this the more you put yourself out there the more you just hit the record button the better you will get hopefully barry's okay with me sharing this too recently as he mentioned, our we are working with Barry and the MBS Highway team with Shredit, which is our new video editing service that we're about to release in September. But he sent us a video, and even Barry made a couple mistakes. So what did we do? We clipped him out. And that's just it. If you have to, even if you're reading from a teleprompter, and I tell people, and Barry is the master of this, and he teaches us a lot. Even if you have a script in front of you, look at the camera, memorize the first line, nail the first line, and then look down and do the next one. You can edit. That can be edited. You can take a couple of takes. You can do a couple of tries. That is okay. But the fact that you have to get started and start getting better every single time, every single video, you're going to get better. You're going to get more confident. You're going to get more comfortable. But if you don't start, you're never going to make it happen. So Barry, this is such a great point that I'm really glad you brought it up. Yeah, Josh. I
0: just want to say something as well, too, really quick. You know, Barry is kind of like the godfather of this industry, right? And he always pushes us on the MBS highway team to get out there and start creating more content and doing videos. And even myself, you know, I've been doing the morning update, I've been publicly speaking now for years. There's still this little part of me sometimes that creeps up that's like, oh, I mean, I wonder what Barry's gonna say when he watches this video and what he's going to think. And for a while, it it would stop me from actually making the video. But here's the thing, team. there, One, there's so much content out there. Two, I don't care if you have to start by recreating Ver- Barry's videos that he's already doing. Start somewhere where you can feel comfortable just getting on camera. And once you start to do that, naturally, everything is going to flow into place.
2: Yeah, Megan, you and Diana are both Doing uh, and you do them alternating them for NAMB on a weekly tip, and you know just to see the amazing growth that you have both had over the years in everything that you're doing. But watching you do these things now, and and listen, it's, it's I, I definitely am tough on on you guys. I definitely, I mean, there's been a lot of tears from from that. It's not like I'm mean about it, but I, I but but I, I, I do it in a way that tries to make sure that they're. Performing at the best level that they can. So maybe I'm a little bit too critical on stuff and I do point out things. But uh what I have seen is just this enormous growth. But once again, you could, and, and I see Diana just getting on right now, but you guys could not have achieved that without first going through those times where you probably look back on them and say, Yeah, boy, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't great. No, but but then you see how far you've come and it happens fast, everyone. So uh Please. This is this is just to give you that push, that encouragement, because these are one of the things you have to do right now. Would you
1: agree, Josh? I mean, this is this is this is something you have to do. This is no longer an option, Barry. I'm glad you bring up this point. Social media, putting yourself out there for your community, is absolutely essential in the world of. I I literally did a a shred show right before this, and I was on, and it was titled "Old School versus New School." And we literally brought up this point: is there were things that have worked for years and years and years, but ladies and gentlemen, we're in a new age of technology, of, of AI, of social media. And being present on social media is absolutely critical to your future business, to your growth, to how you build relationships. It's A stat just came out recently that absolutely boggled my mind. The average human adult, so that's 18, 18 this is human, this is not just US, average human adult spends 2.7 hours a day on social media. That's not on the internet. That's social media, ladies and gentlemen. So to Barry's point, if you don't think is, oh, I'm going to start social media. Oh, I'm going to get to it eventually. Oh, I don't love social media. This is where you will build your relationships in the future because that's what it's all about here. To what Barry's, you have to be the expert. You have to be the advisor, as is constantly talking about. Be that advisor. Educate your community. Show up for them on a regular basis because what place, what other place Do you have where you can show up in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people every single day? I know you want to sit down with your realtor partners. That's fantastic. But what other place can you show up for them on a regular basis? You're there for your realtors. You're helping them grow their communities and engaging with them. This is not an option anymore. This isn't of, hey, we'll start eventually This is the mortgage and real estate industry is going through this monumental shift, and social media should be one of the absolute first things that you you are focusing on. And start little. I I tell everybody. So many people have heard the Gary Vaynerchuk like, "Oh, you need to be posting ten times a day." That's false. You need to start somewhere. Maybe you start with.
2: He says thirty times a
1: day. So see, none of us can do that. Like. But like, it's just not possible. Me and my team literally tried it. We tried to post ten times a day. It's impossible. It is, and I do this full time. So to all of you, whether you start posting once a week, twice a week, whatever that cadence is, it's all about the consistency. It's all about starting somewhere. Because let me share you this: some of our really good friends at. Ice Mortgage Technology is a good friend of our, a good client of ours. We've got some really great data from Ice and from Black Knight, and we put it together that when it comes to posting on social media, the average mortgage professional posts less than once a month once a month. So if you're showing up once a week, that means you're showing up four times as much as your competition. It's not taking a lot, ladies and gentlemen. You just have to show up a little bit more than other mortgage professionals so you can stay in front of your community.
2: You know, oh, can I just say one quick thing just on Josh's point? Um, Josh, you know, 2.7 hours a day. um, It doesn't surprise me. So certainly, you know, idle time is spent that way. Um, I'm probably guilty too, of scrolling through social media more than I should, you know, I probably should be using some downtime towards, uh, things that probably could educate me better on, on, on things or, you know, growing. So I think we're all guilty. I I guess, you know, we all need some, some guilty pleasures, but one thing that I just want to say to everybody is if you do spend a lot of time on social media, uh, be careful because you're watching people's highlight reels. And I want to just say one thing that I think is very important and that we oftentimes, we just can't help it. I'm guilty too, okay? You see things and you compare and you question yourself. Comparison is the thief of joy. Just please remember that. And if you have people that are hooked on social media a lot, just, just, just remind them that comparison is the thief of joy. You're watching a highlight reel. Um, if you have kids, just remind them of that i think it's just very important because i see what's going on just in the world so this is just a this is just a general message of love here because you know we care about each other it's, it's not business related at all um but you know it's a good message for our kids it's a good message to remind reminder for us, us. i have to be reminded myself uh because i'm human so uh just please remember you know comparison is the thief of joy
0: I think that that is very important to bring up and you know I agree with you Barry at the end of the day we do need that little reminder. But I have a question kind of playing off what Josh was saying earlier as well, you know, it does come down to being consistent when it comes to posting on social media and there's a lot of different social media platforms out there and a lot of different types of content that we can post out there. I wanted to get your thoughts Josh because we know everybody's busy here, right? Their first job is not marketing but they do need to get out there and they need to do social content. So how do you feel? Do we need to make different types of videos for different platforms or is it okay to focus on one, leverage and post it all over the place?
1: Focus on one. There's nothing more important. I literally, something, well, are part of our Shred You community, which some of you know, is our, our coaching community for mortgage professionals when it comes to social media. We focus on all things social media. I talk about this at length a lot because, Megan, you bring up such a good point. There's so much out there. New platforms are popping up all the time. Meta, who owns Facebook and Instagram, just released threads to compete with Twitter, now called X. There's always, there's a new, it's, it's the shiny object syndrome. I call it's the SOS syndrome. Something's popping up all the time, it's distracting us. The TikTok world, the number one question I can get asked right now is, well, should I be on TikTok? And I'm like, no, as a matter of fact, you shouldn't. Most of you as mortgage, and some of you are like, wait a minute, I know some you who's killing it on TikTok. You may know one person, maybe two, but for the majority of you mortgage professionals, TikTok, it's such a robust platform that you will get lost in the world of TikTok. Most of you are probably more active on Facebook or Instagram, maybe LinkedIn for some of you, Focus on a platform that you use most every single day. Going back to Barry's point, I want to hit on this just real quick as part of this. Because so many people, I, hey, I'm 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 totally guilty of it too, like Barry said. I do the mindless scroll. Sometimes I'm just hitting a like, and I do compare myself to others sometimes too. Don't forget, this is not a game of vanity metrics. This is a game of impacting lives. This is a game of truly influencing people, our spheres, our communities. That's what this is all about. And if you just get lost in the numbers or in the vanity metrics, then it's it's going to consume you. But Focus on the platform, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, and for all you people out there who say Facebook is dead, you're dead wrong. Facebook is continuing, month after month, year after year, continuing to show its dominance in the world of human attention. And for most of you mortgage professionals, which all of you are, that's where your communities are at. On Facebook and Instagram. So focus on one, get really good at one, going back to what I was talking about. Get really consistent on posting on one, whether it's once a week, once a day, whatever it is, get really good at that. And then you can branch out to the other network. Then you can go to Instagram, then you can go to LinkedIn, then you can go to Instagram. Then if you wanna start sprinkling the TikTok, sure, great, fantastic. But don't overwhelm yourself. Don't spread yourself too thin. Something else, too, that I, going back to Barry's point, is what be intentional with your time on social media. You wanna know the number one growth strategy? I'm gonna give you guys the secret. The number one growth strategy on social media right now is engaging with your community. Period. We've tested it, we've tried it, we've run the numbers. Other than buying followers and buying views, the fastest way for you to grow your community and grow relationships is engaging with your community. So to Barry's point, instead of just scrolling mindlessly, set a timer for 10 minutes a day. That's all you need, 10 minutes a day and go and intentionally engage. Whether it's Facebook you choose, whether it's Instagram, maybe you have a list of top 20 realtors you want to engage with on a daily basis. Go and look up Megan. What did Megan post today? What did Barry post today? And ladies and gentlemen, Don't just hit the like button. Don't just hit the heart. Go and actually say, "Wow, Barry's uh, update today was incredible." Leave a comment. Say, Barry, thank you so much for these insights. I'm gonna go share them with my community. Intentionally engage with your community, and I promise you, it will help you grow. It will help you learn, and it will help you build a relationship with your community that you've never had before. So, to Megan's point, focus on one platform. Josh, um,
2: one thing that I've seen is I've seen people. Who have lots of followers, let's take Instagram, lots of followers, but yet when they post a video, a reel, um, the engagement, they get some and it's okay. But relative to the amount of followers, it's not very, it's not very um, inspiring to see those numbers. Okay. They're, they're, um, the ratio isn't that good. And I think that I've really tried to learn about this. And I just would, you know, you, you're. Much more experienced at this than I am, and you're you're one of the foremost experts in our industry in this area. So, I just want your take on it. Tell me if you agree with what I've been contemplating here. Is that I think what we try to do sometimes is we try to come up with something just for the sake of coming up with something. But what I think is important is when you post a reel, if you really want engagement, what you have to do is you have to create something that people want to share as opposed to consume. And I found that, you know, there's a lot of most of the stuff that's on there and it can be engaging. So um, you might watch it, but I don't know if I'd share it, you know, and, and all those things that are about the individual, now yeah, some of that's fine. But if it's something about the individual or what they're doing or something that they're saying, oh, that, that, you know, but if it's something that they create that I'd like to share, that's where I think your views go through the roof because people are sharing what you're doing and you're getting that multiplier effect. Um, are there any secrets that you have, uh, or perhaps, you know, Megan or Diana, you're, you're on here that you think makes content more
1: likely for people to share? Ooh, you're talking about the virality of content right now, which that is something that. We look at a lot in this world, and to Barry's point, first and foremost, what he what he said earlier. Um, compa- how do you say Barry? Comparison is the enemy of joy. It's the theme right. of
2: joy. It's not something you know, something that I've heard. I don't know who originated it, but I did not originate it.
1: But I've heard that, and I think about that. So I want to go to that point. point first and foremost. If you're just whether you're just starting, or whether you're a seasoned pro like Barry or Megan. Don't compare your numbers to everybody else. This is a long-term game. So if you're, whether you have 100 followers or 100,000 followers, start with start with that and just start creating that content for them. And then the Barry's point, if you really want to start getting more engagement, if you want to start getting more views, it is sharing that content that other people are. When if Megan shares something, if she posts something and I'm like, wow, that was amazing. Not only was that insightful to me, I'm going to share that with my community That's what's really helping your engagement, your viewership grow. So now I I will caution everybody this. Should you be trying to do that every single time? No. But for a majority of your content, yes, you can absolutely look at content of what am I sharing with my community or with my audience? that they're going to see as valuable and they're going to sh- want to share it with their communities. Because as you do that, again, their community sees it and then somebody from their community shares it. And again, that is how a post goes viral is a share upon a share upon a share. But don't overly focus on that. Hey, I've got to hit 100,000 views on my first post.
2: Yeah. So would you think that if, if, um, if I'm listening to this right now, so we got, you know, 300 people on listening to this and, and, and some are saying, OK, well, what can I say that would get shared, that would get more engagement? So I think if you try to think about what's a problem out there right now that you want your audience to want to share with others, that's a problem that they could relate to. That's why I picked that one with retirement because that can kind of, re, kind of relate, be relatable for everybody, and they would potentially want to share something like that. But if you want to stay specific in our lane in housing, you know, there's so much that we put out there and so much that I'm sure that you folks have researched on miscommunication, misinformation, stuff in the media that's just bullshit on housing bubble. Okay, you can do that. What's another one? Well, another one could be 40% of homes are bid over S. The mul- majority of them are multiple bids. How can you evaluate a bid over ask Is it a good idea? Or should I wait for rates to drop before entering into the marketplace? Well, we know that that's not a good idea. You can use their Tools with an MBS highway, the cost of waiting, but just think about it logically. And you can just do the math. If the forecasted appreciation is, let's just say 5%, you could take the value of that home, compare that on what the difference in monthly payment would be for six months for it to get there. If rates were to drop 1%, compare that differential, and then add to that the cost of refinancing to get that lower rate six months later. And you could show people between appreciation and amortization how much money they would lose. And then on top of that, the real, you know, point that you could drive home is that for every 1%, this is what we've learned from Fannie and Freddie for a 1% drop in mortgage rates. You have 5 million more people eligible. Of course, they're not always going to be buyers, but eligibility. So you now have 5 million more people eligible for a 1% drop in rates. What do you think that's going to do to prices? What do you think that's going to do to inventory to competition? So seven, and a quarter percent it's your friend be thankful that rates are at seven and a quarter why because even though it's tight there's less competition if rates were six and a quarter and there's more choices to make and when rates do go to six and a quarter as they eventually will or five and a half as they eventually will you will see more appreciation than waiting and paying a higher price later these are things that i think would solve problems that stuff i think gets shared do you think so josh
0: I would say so. I want to add something here too. Um, you know, one thing that I noticed when I started creating content is our target audience at MBS Highway is obviously loan originators, right? But when I started creating content focused specifically for loan originators, that's not going to get shared. Whereas if I create content that I know is going to overcome a problem that their clients are experiencing, that's when they want to share it. So if you're a loan originator, for example, maybe you want to create content to build, maintain, and grow referral relationships. Well, instead of maybe focusing that video on the language focused specifically for that real estate agent, create the content like Barry just addressed with all these different topics that is going to help that real estate agent close more transactions, want them to share it so that their clients see it. And I, you know, Josh, do you think that's a great way as well to kind of get that viral shareability up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Both of you have mentioned incredible points on how to get more attention and more, not just viewership, because I want to remind everybody that views are very, and they continue to evolve and change. But Barry mentioned some of these: you want engagement, you want people to share, you want people to like, Oh my gosh, what Barry just shared with me, what Megan just posted, that is like, I hadn't thought about it in that way, or, or I hadn't, you know, I didn't know that statistic, or I didn't know this thing. I've got to share this with the, with my family, I've got to share this with my friends, and that's why, when they share it, this is what the virality is all about, to Barry's point. Find the topics that are truly going to make your community. And some of you may be asking, I think I saw a comment about it. Like you keep saying community. Yes, you're talking to your community. You got to, you got to differentiate this real quick. And I want to share this audience is people you talk at. If you're just trying to create an audience, you're talking at them. Community is the people you talk with. That is the people that you're, you're, you're including them in the conversation. And to Barry's point, to all of you here, you're part of the MBS community, Barry and Megan and the entire team are constantly sharing things with you. Barry just literally go back to what he just said a couple of minutes ago. He gave you four or five ideas. I'm that type of brain. I'm like, man, you could share a video about that. You could create a video about that. There's so much data. There's so much information that the MBS team is giving you. This is viral content. If you go and record a video to Barry's, what Barry just said, or even like I said, go watch Barry's last video. Man, Barry crushed it in this. I'm going to go do a video. I'm going to go record something similar, say it in my own way. Because here's the crazy thing, ladies and gentlemen. It, even if you, if Barry, you, me, and Megan, if we all have the same exact script and we all record it, it's going to come out a little bit different. The way I say things, I'm way too overly energetic. I speak way too fast. Like uh, we're all a little bit different, which is going to resonate different with each of our communities. So to Barry's point. Focus on the things that are truly going to be valuable in your community right now. They're going to share that. They're going to engage with it. And that is what's going to get you more opportunities in front of other communities.
0: Now, Diana has a comment in here, and we touched on this, but, you know, she doesn't even have social media to begin with yet. And oftentimes, you know, when people are getting started, you know, seeing those numbers at zero, um, you know, I just... I, I'll we've already talked about a little bit, but I just want to say, you know, when you're starting out, you're not going to have those numbers. And it can be scary because you see other people on there that do have the numbers we think give credibility of who we are. But at the end of the day, anytime that kind of negative voice pops up, I always tell people to put your coaching hat on. Talk to yourself like a coach would. Remember why you're getting started with this. Likely it's to help people achieve financial freedom through the vehicle of home ownership. Remember that every time that little voice Starts to come up. And also realize at the end of the day, people can go out there and they can buy followers. So that number is not what makes you credible. It's the content that you're putting out there and the purpose of why you're putting it out there to begin with.
2: Can I tell May- you a story? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Josh. Go no, ahead. You go, go ahead, Barry. Go. No, no, no. You go ahead. So can I just tell you a quick story, guys, that I want to share with you, Megan, that you just reminded me of years and years ago it happened. So as I kind of just getting started as a speaker. And um, you know, I was not known as a speaker. And uh, my my very first speaking engagement, I was, you know, I used to get nervous. Before them, I would actually get sick that morning. And um, my first one was 15 people in Peoria, Illinois, you know, and I was so freaking nervous. But um, I remember one time that I had an event, I was hoping it would be well attended, and it was very poorly attended, you know, but and you know, when you're a speaker, and you have a big room, You know, Megan, Diana, Josh, you know this. You have a big room, you know, you get that energy and there's people there. And it's just, it's great. It's a little harder with a small group. And uh, this was a small group and they were a little bit quiet. And, you know, I just, I just, just focused and tried to do my very, very best. And I think I did a good job. And someone came up to me afterwards and said, I just want you to know, I drove two and a half hours to get here. And it was so worth it thank you so much and ever since then i always think of that i always think that it's not about me it's not about them, it's about there's some person out there that you can help and you could touch there's somebody who got up early to drive to you to listen to you and if you're a loan originator when you do these things there's somebody that's going to learn from you and even in the daily stuff that we do You never know whose life you're going to touch. You never know by you gaining knowledge and being a master of your craft, you never know whose life you will make a difference in. But I promise you, talk to enough people, and if you've got that information, you will touch somebody, you will change their life, you will make a huge difference for them.
1: This was literally such a perfect prelude. I'm so glad I let you go first, Barry, because I'm so incredibly grateful that you just brought that up. So many people back to Megan, you, I think you said the gal's name was Diane or Diana in the comments. So Hey, I'm just getting started. You know, I have zero followers. You're so lucky. Like, I, and I mean that because what something plaguing our the mortgage and real estate industry is vanity metrics. And there's a lot of people guilty of buying followers. I'm guilty of it. As a matter of fact, if you go follow me now, I had over 75,000 followers and we decided to restart my account because we worked with a growth company. And I, I I can admit that it was a huge mistake. But we've restarted back at zero because we wanted to focus on what Barry just said. It was we wanted to focus on the one. We wanted to focus on the people who are really listening. So whether you have 50 people or 100 people, imagine this. Barry just talked about it. I remember the first time I got up in front of 20 people and spoke, I was I was nervous. I remember the first crowd of 100. I remember the first crowd of 1,000 people I spoke in front of. I was freaking out on stage. So imagine this: all of you have the opportunity, whether it's like I said, whether it's one or a hundred, speaking to a hundred people. If you have a hundred friends on Facebook, if you have a hundred followers on Instagram, you get to speak to a hundred people. That's a lot. You have an and all you need to Barry's point. You just need one of them. We all have this God-given gift and ability. He gave us this incredible. Each of us have a unique talent, and whether it's once a day or once a week, we can change and impact people's lives from the message that we share. Maybe it's just a positive attitude that we come out with. You know, people make the mistake quite frequently on social media, thinking that the thing of value that they have to share is a great statistic. And I'm not saying some of these things, especially as Barry and Megan and the MBS team put out so incredibly, they're incredibly valuable. But one of the most invaluable things that you can do as a human being is make somebody smile make somebody think, make somebody say, wow, that was an incredible point to what Barry just said. We can change people's lives. We can help them on their positive journey. Maybe they're having a bad day and the message that you just shared, the story that you shared on Facebook or Instagram made them smile or made them think or just made them reflect. That is so critically important. And that's the opportunity that we have every single day on social media.
0: Now, you know, we're talking about things that are limiting us from starting. And one thing that I often hear is, okay, you know, I can get behind a camera, I can film these things, but I don't have time to edit this. So how I can't stay consistent because I simply don't have time to edit these videos. And, you know, I want to talk about that because you did... Just recently, you're getting started. You're launching Shred Edit, which by the way, I got to say, I love the play on words there, but this is going to help solve that problem for these individuals. Can you tell us a little bit about it? 100%.
1: Thank you so much. And again, uh, go look at Barry's last couple of videos that they've put out. We have had the incredible opportunity and been blessed to work with Barry and his team to help them edit their incredible videos. So many people when they're just getting started, Megan, it's, oh, I don't know how to edit. I don't know how to use the the cap cuts. I don't know how to use the editing platforms out there. It can be crazy overwhelming. But here's all you need. You can see, I think most of us on this right now are coming from our phones. That's all you need these days, ladies and gentlemen. All you need is a phone and that's it. And shred it is all about helping you utilize. You don't need to go buy. You don't need to go buy the fancy cameras. You don't need to buy the fancy microphones. Those can come down the road if you decide to do a podcast or something different. All you need is your phone. All you need to do is hit the record button. Have great content, as Barry had shared, as the MBS Highway is always putting out. Hit the record button, and like, ah, I don't know how to edit this. I don't know how to do the transitions. I don't know how to do the beautiful overlays. I don't know how to add graphics and images and the captions over the top of it. That's exactly as megan said why we launched shred and i actually have to give barry a lot of the he him and i were talking uh, last year at an event and he's like you know what what are what are mortgage professionals struggling what are mortgage advisors struggling with and then we talked about content and we talked about videos and he's like something that i've always struggled with is he's putting out great edited content i'm like well that's something me and my team do really well I wonder if we could put something together to help mortgage professionals. And that's why me and my team are launching Shredit. It's going to drop mid-September. And it's simply, if you need help editing your videos, don't let that be one more excuse. Whether you're doing... One video a week, whether you're doing two a, two a week, whether you're doing as many as you possibly can, we take the guesswork out of it. We we process it, we edit it, and we put it in a format, whether you want it for Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube shorts, whatever you want. It's all about doing those simple, easy edits so you can look like Barry Habib out there on social media because that's, that's we want to show up for our communities in a way that they truly appreciate it. But up to that point, too, and as you're mentioning, Megan, if you're just getting started, the best place to start, going back and referencing, as Barry mentioned, start utilizing stories. If you really want to get started, why I love stories, it's a great opportunity for content that is here today, gone tomorrow. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fumble over your words. That's okay. People appreciate that. As a matter of fact, when I see Barry make a mistake, I'm like, yes. He's giving me a mistake to mess up. Like if Barry Habib messes up, I can mess up. That's giving us, that's what it's all about when we're first getting started. You're going to make mistakes. But if you really are overthinking, if you're like, hey, I don't want to make any mistakes, our team at Shredit can help you make, take the mistakes out of it, make your videos look like a rock star, like Barry Habib and the MBS team. So yes, yeah, so we're very, very excited, Megan, to be launching Shredit. And we actually have a link that you guys can see here. You can sign up. You guys can, you're going to actually, we have, put an incredible offer together specifically for the MBS team. So if you want to join our emailing wait list for it, make sure you subscribe below, put your email in, and we'd love to send you all the details as it continues to get closer.
0: I love that. And I appreciate that you guys are doing that because at the end of the day, it's how can we knock out the excuses that we create on why we're not doing this. And you guys have done it in such an affordable, helpful way that it is. What
1: does it cost? What does it cost? Josh? Yeah. I'm so glad you bring that up. So for everybody here, typically our starter package, which our starter package is four videos a month. Like I said, if you're just getting started, that's great. I think that's a great place to start. So four videos a month, regularly is $129, but through MBS, it's going to be less than $99. Bucks. Less than 100 bucks a month, you're going to get four edited.
2: Tr- so tr- 20, so, so it's essentially $25 to have an edited video. That's Bingo. That's pretty easy to to to, to do to get a good quality content out there so you record it with your phone you send it to you you edit it you post it it's 25 bucks.
1: barry it's even easier than that you don't even send it to us it's all done through our app all you do is you record it on your phone upload it and guess what you have it back within 48 hours ready to go ready to post right there on your phone again no overthinking it you don't have to download it. you don't have to do this or that upload from your phone it sends it right back to you and you're off to the races
2: people always ask um and and, you know i asked the beginning when i was first getting started you know how do you get the the music on there how does that work you know could you could you talk about that for a second
1: yeah this is such a cool thing and this is why we we take the guesswork out of social media for it. here at shred we want to take all this so you don't have to overthink it what videos are trending what audios are trending into barry's point right now audio is a very big deal we can put if you want audio if you want the cool music in the background we can do that but we even tell you we share with you what audio is trending right now? What are the things that you should be putting in the background? And we sh- simply show you how to do that. As soon as you're uploading the video, we tell you, hey, use this audio or use this sound. And if you want us to put it in for you, we do it right, right in editing.
2: That's cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah. That, that's or nice. even the, and it, go watch Barry's last video. If you have graphics you want put in for it, if you want the emojis put in with it, if you want color schemes, we do it all. We make it look like you want it to look like.
2: And you also and you also want the um, you, you also want the hashtags, right? I mean that that you guys will do too, right? Because that's important too. So these are all the things. Listen, I'm just telling you what I was learning as I was starting to put this together, um, and uh, you know hashtags were something. And you know, I, fortunately, I had Diana who uh, who really helped me out so much with uh, with all that. So you know, the hashtags, the music initially, and uh, and, and then and then. The, the, the captions so and also the title frame right that's very important you want a good title frame to try and get those eyeballs on you so, um, so Josh does a great job of that. Um, I, I would, I would recommend Josh to anybody for that because I think he just does a fantastic job.
3: Agreed I also have one more comment or kind of question for Josh hi everybody just got to join now. But Josh, is it true that if you uh, collaborate with another account, for example, when Barry posts something, we'll collaborate with MBS Highway and gain the engagement from both pages. Is that a great help to people that are just starting out too, if they have multiple pages they're posting on? 100%
1: 100% if you have a page that you can collaborate uh, we've seen especially a huge shift from meta which of course owns Instagram and Facebook Instagram in particular when you're doing a collaboration post you're pulling from both communities to Diana's point here this is such a great thing to do is do a collaboration post plus you really want to shock and awe your realtors do a collaborate collaboration post with them tag them and you really want to add value more than anything right now that's one way that you can do it as a matter of fact, I'll even give you guys a little teaser. So we have a couple of different tiers for our Shred it program. Our, our elite plan, which is unlimited videos a month, we actually give you access to have a realtor or referral partner that you create content for them, that we edit for you. You wanna, be, you wanna be really valuable to your realtor partners? Go show up to their next listing. We give you a list of shots that you need. Say, hey, go to the open house, take these 10 shots, Upload it to Shredit and give your realtor partner the best listing post they've ever seen on social media. You can be the next most valuable partner to all your real estate agents in the world. And to Diana's point, then you tag them in a collaboration post, you're getting in front of their community, they're getting in front of your community. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the way we start creating value for our referral partners for the future.
2: So I've seen a couple, I'm just looking at some of the chat. I'm gonna try and answer some just quick things just to be time sensitive here so questions about length of video um i i think you know 90 seconds or 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 minute is good probably we want to keep it under two minutes this is what josh is saying is the attention span he said that earlier it's you know and you got to hook them right away because the initial view is 2.7 seconds so you better capture them there that's why the hook is really critical uh, and very very important to do so present that hook right away uh, maybe we could talk about that for a minute before we go as the hook. There was a lot of questions, Josh, about this music included in that. And Josh just said, yes, it's included. They'll do that for you. Uh, how much was it? Uh, people are asking, just to reiterate, Josh was saying it's 99 bucks for four of them. So that's pretty darn good. Uh, if you wanted to do that, I'm, there's different tiers. as unlimited tiers. You can go into that. And then people say, and I went to the site. And it says coming soon. Yes, Josh said coming soon because he's going to launch in mid-September. But you can get on the waiting list to be one of the first in. Um, so I think, I think I caught Megan and died. Do Did I miss anything or,
3: um, will very briefly Barry, just elaborate on the collaboration. Cause it is very important. So there's a difference between tagging and collaborating on Instagram. If you tag somebody, they show up either in the picture when you click on it and you see the other person's name. Or if you click the button at the bottom of the reel, the people tag will pop up. That's great. And they can share it to their story, interact and all that. But it will not show up on the other person's page. If you collaborate with somebody, say I post something on Barry's Instagram, but collaborate with MBS Highway, it'll show as an actual post on both pages. That's going to get a lot of the engagement because it shows to both groups' followers without having to share it. So hope yeah, that was but clear.
2: You, but one, one thing, you when you do hit the, it doesn't automatically happen. That person's going to be notified that you're trying to collaborate with them. To agree to the collaboration
1: yep and to both Diane and barry's point is once you've actually collaborated more than twice with one person then it actually will post out. that was a big change that we just saw recently so if you start collaborating with somebody on a regular basis then it will go straight to their uh it will go to their feed really good point
0: love it Well, we did put the link in there. You guys will receive an email with the link as well. But I just want to say thank you, everybody, for tuning in here today. Thank you for being active and putting your questions. And thank you to everyone here on this call for providing your insight. We appreciate you so very much.
2: Thanks, Josh. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. It's great that you guys are are way ahead of this curve for everybody. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Appreciate you you guys.